You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk UNLV. KUNV 91.5. You are here with Tanya. And Alicia. And today we have a very special surprise guest. And it is really a surprise because she didn't know she was a guest until like five minutes ago. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and we're so excited to have her in the studio. So we have a wonderful, wonderful human who is actually visiting Vegas and hanging out with me. And her name is Althea Williams. And she runs a program called She Vets It. So Althea... You are a prior service military woman veteran, which is like the unicorn of the unicorn. Yes. Would you like to share your origin story with us? Oh, I would love to, love to. First of all, I would just like to say thank you so much for having me here as your guest. I'm I'm very honored. Yay! Yay. We're happy to have you. And it was perfect timing. It was so meant to be. Oh, so so meant to be. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. God knows what he's doing when he brings us together. That part. Mm -hmm. That's right. When did you join the military? Oh, my goodness. I joined, I was turning 39. Mm. Yes, I was having a midlife crisis. (laughs) (laughs) God had a plan. So God had a plan, but I, to me, anyone that's from the outside looking in, they're like, did you have a midlife crisis? 39, (laughs) I have five children married, and people are like, are you crazy? Who... Who does that? Mm, <laughs> amazing. Yes, yes. So I joined. Um, I it was during the recession. During that time, you know, there was a lot of people were uh, out of work, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to join when I was in high school. And so uh, that period came. I relocated from California to uh, Texas, and then I had to make a decision. I was laid off, and I was like, okay, what do I do? So I was in a cafe one day, and I was just this random stranger start talking to me. He was a veteran. He said, have you considered joining the military? I said, that's funny because I always wanted to join the military. And when I was in college, I, I shadowed the ROTC. Mm-hmm. But somehow someone said, keep stay, stay in college because you want to get that degree before you even consider the military. Mm-hmm. So I went that route and then ended up running a chamber of commerce because I'm like, opportunities start happening I'm like well let me just keep going before I join the military and so when the recession happened and that gentleman said have you thought about the military I said hmm let me go check out the recruiting office because one thing that stood out to me was I always hear that older people say when they're reaching their last years or their last moments is that they never think about the thing, the opportunities that they were able to take, but it was the opportunities that they never take oh, taken wow. that they always wanted to do. So in my head was, I always wanted to join the military. No regrets. And so I said, mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't want to live in regrets. I'm going to do it. So I went to the re- recruiter's office and he said, we'll pay your student loans off. I said, won't Come we do now, it? Right, right. Yeah, right. Sign Come me through. up. Sign <laughs> me up today. Hallelujah. <laughs> sign me what up do today. I sign? What do I sign? <laughs> what, what, which arm do I get? No, I'm just like. <laughs> but, so I, I signed up. But before I did that, uh, on a serious note, before I did that, I said, okay, wait, hold on. 
Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm a person of faith. And I mm-hmm. said, okay, I want to be where God wants me mm-hmm. to be. So I said, let me go to church. I'm mm-hmm. going to say, Lord, give me a confirmation of what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. If you don't want me to join the military, I'm sure when I get to church, you, I'm going to get a confirmation because this pastor I trust, right. you know. So I went there, didn't talk to a pastor. It's not a military town. Went to church. Monday I was supposed to sign. Got into church and the what is the pastor? He had a Navy SEAL veteran, uh, hmm. a, a chaplain that was there. Wow. And the whole stage was military theme. Wow. The teleprompter was the Army coming to pick up a wow. family. Wow. And so I said, I need another confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said, this is too real. This is Be too real. Be careful what you ask for, right? Right, right. So I said, okay, I hear you. I'm going to do this. So I went ahead and did it. And then that's when life got real. Who, mm. Now, tell them what you did. Who'd you join? What branch? What branch? <sighs> well, you know it's the best branch out there. <laughs> Come on, Tanya. I know you know. <laughs> Do we got rival in the studio? Cause we we got... about, we're about to go through. Wait a minute. <laughs> War's over, right? Okay, well, uh, you know, because, <laughs> because Tanya's my sister. Yes. You know, they're neck and neck. These two branches mm-hmm. are neck and neck. They're the best. Yes. So, you know, this is a branch that go neck and neck with mm. the Marines. You know, it's the Army. Hey! <laughs> she said, tell them what branch. Come on, come on. Like, we, we all family here. Right. We family. We, we family. We all family here. It's one all fight. good. Right, right, right. One fight. Same battle. Yeah. So we just, we, we family. It's we, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's all love. It's all I love. love. I love the unity that I'm experiencing right now. Although I'm not, thank you all for your service. You know, part of the, um fam- that part of the family. But I definitely feel the love in this studio. Listen, it was the eyes. She said, well, let me just say, we're we're together. They're neck and neck. You did that well. You did it well. You set it up well. Yes, I love it. Oh wow! And then what's how fitting that we're getting ready to actually celebrate um, Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. You know this um, what Friday is Veterans yeah. Day, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then did you know that there's Women Veterans Day? No, I didn't know that. Yes. Please share. So June 12th mm-hmm. every year is Women's Veterans Day. Come through. Yep. Now, and why don't we hear about that as often? This is my mm-hmm. first time literally ever hearing about that. Well, not women's every veteran, yes, like, not every state celebrate Women's oh. Veterans Day, but there's like Texas, they incorporated Women's Veterans Day in 2017. Mm-hmm. So there's quite a few states that acknowledge it, but it's still not out there mm-hmm. like that. So I always like to put that out there for those that for the states that are not recognizing yet for veterans to really talk to their representative about seeing if they could acknowledge Women's Veterans Day. It's not because we just want our own day, but really women veterans, we are really a we're unique because mm-hmm. here's the thing, men veterans, they go to war and we're used to the males in the society going off, but how many times do your mom go to war? Mm. You know, you're, the kids are used to mom yeah. being the nurturer. That's they're, right, caretaker. The caretaker, and mm-hmm. they're always there when dad is gone. But what if your caretaker and the nurturer of you is off to war? You know, dad is like, he may may not give you all vegetables and the proteins <laughs> and things right. you need. Okay, He's go ahead. Eat, oven pizza. Right, right. Microwave go, food. Eat the fruit snacks and the, the candy <laughs> for dinner, you know. Right. So it's, it's, a diff- it's different. And the kids, I always say the family serve too because when, especially with women, 
when women, when we go off to war, mm -hmm. we have challenges. Not only that, but our children mm -hmm. have a, a unique challenge when we leave versus when the dads leave. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I know someone listening to that probably never thought of it from that perspective. That's so insightful because I personally, you know, I do believe that when one serves, we, they, the whole family serves. But putting it from that perspective, from a mother's perspective, mm -hmm. it, it, may, it, it does make sense. You know, she has a lot of light on some yes. things that we normally wouldn't consider. But another thing to consider that women make the fastest segment of the homeless population that among part, our veterans. Um, that so that, Say it again. Yes, women mm -hmm. veterans make up the fastest segment of the homeless population among that our part. veterans. Why and with, is that? Oh. Um, well, most of the time we're, you know, a lot of times we're, we're single parents. Mm -hmm. You know, and when you're in the military, if you don't have like if the father's not if you're not together with the father, you have to have a family care plan. And if you don't have that intact, you cannot stay in the military. So now you have a lot of times women uh, may be in domestic violence situations mm -hmm. or if they get out of the military pretty fast, they may not get certain benefits right away. And it takes time. So now they don't have that financial stability. And you lose all of your basic supports. Yes. Think about it. You lose childcare. You lose your job. So Medical, everything, the, the whole that. thing falls, everything collapses underneath you. Mm -hmm. And the difference about, so living on a military base in particular, you have a support system that's sort of embedded. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you have people in your neighborhood that are familiar with your kids. You know, mm -hmm. there's a certain level of safety. So, yeah, you, you lose your pack. Mm. You lose your connections. Mm -hmm. Yep. And in some cases, when it's time to apply for a disability, it's harder to get disability as a woman, especially around even something like PTSD. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, women veterans are more likely to complete suicide than civilians. Mm -hmm. Access to firearms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so so there, there are a lot of ways in which women veterans are very different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also, because of their female status, they're not always immediately recognized as mm -hmm. veterans. Yes. Mm -hmm. I've actually had friends tell me, that they parked in a veteran spot and have somebody come and challenge their right to park in that Isn't space. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. The audacity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we don't even recognize, a lot of women do not identify with being veterans. Mm -hmm. And then also a lot of them don't even recognize being homeless because they, they will couch surf. Oh, so sometimes you think you're not homeless, but if you don't have a home and you're living on somebody's couch, you're, you're homeless. considered homeless. That's mm -hmm. right. And so a lot of times they won't even go into shelters because they have children and out of fear um, that their children will be taken um, away from mm -hmm. them. So a lot of them will stay in the car. And they don't get, so you don't get counted in the numbers. And then mm -hmm. you throw on the MST, the military sexual trauma piece, mm -hmm. which exacerbates mental health concerns. So you yep. sometimes leave with a mental health concern that more than likely increases the likelihood you're going to be homeless. Wow. Yes. So a lot of reasons why they're just a different population mm -hmm. altogether. Yes. In terms of supports and needs. Absolutely. Um, round of applause for June the 12th is what we June said. June 12th every year. Every year, June 12th. What are some things that we can typically do as women? So for me, I, I'm a civilian, but in honor to celebrate, you know, family, friends and loved ones, what are some things that we can do, you know, to support around that time? Around that time, what I would say... If like for civilians, it's really if you're part of like your community, like for me, I with my local community, I shared the same story with my uh, 
with the mayor of Frisco. And so what they did is they did a proclamation for Women's Veterans Day. So they acknowledge it every year. So if you are Amazing. part of a, your community, let them know, hey, did you know? Mm-hmm. And so if they know, but every state have a different date. So if Nevada recognize it, make sure you let, if you're part of that veteran community, hey, did you guys know that? So here you could probably let them know, you know, maybe put an event together to recognize the women mm-hmm. veterans that are here on campus. I love it. And we have a nice size um, veterans department. I'm telling you, you probably know more than I do, but oh yes, the, Ross, the involvement. Ross, yeah, there, Ross there it Bryant is. runs the Veteran Center. He is phenomenal mm-hmm. in terms of taking care of our vets, making sure that they have connection to their benefits, making sure mm-hmm. that they have peer-to-peer counseling. Mm-hmm. So we do have a veteran program here, but nice. I like to think of, so I think of veterans on campuses as an invisible population. Mm-hmm. And I think of women veterans as like a double right, <laughs> right. invisible mm-hmm. population, you know, mm-hmm. so on a veteran's day, Bob and I can both go out and even if I'm wearing the shirt, they'd be thanking him. Right, well, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and your honey go out and they said they think he's the one to serve, huh? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're laughing, but it's, it's really true. sad to some degree, too, you know, oh, yeah. that you don't get the honor nor the, the respect or recognition um, just based on gender. Yeah. You know? And the exactly. antiquated ideas about how we serve and when we serve. So women are now able to partake in the combat arms. I think 90% of the positions that were there are now open to women. Mm-hmm. So women mm-hmm. can now serve in combat positions, whereas they couldn't before. So this antiquated idea that we're not moving forward Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and thinking Mm -hmm. of women as you know only able to do certain things and hold certain roles is Mm -hmm. also a big part of it Mm -hmm. and and one uh, thing that i heard recently is that they're considering drafting women okay that's a question that's something that's been out there that's been floating around that's going to be an interesting conversation that is a very interesting conversation that is a very interesting conversation Mm -hmm. you know um my argument has always been that maybe that 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 you should have the right well this is not about draft this is about different jobs titles mm-hmm. and such mm-hmm. you have the right to compete for it as anyone else does mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you qualify you qualify if you don't you don't mm-hmm. you know you have but but it should not you should not be you should not be prohibited from quali- like like a firefighter mm-hmm. or or anything else like oh no we just don't take women no if she can hold her own because there are going to be men that don't qualify for certain fields. Mm-hmm, so let's true. not pretend it's only a gender thing. Mm-hmm. True. You know, true. so they're true. like, oh, well, women wash out of these positions. So do guys. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. You know, so do guys. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now how do you feel about this female draft? I don't know. Mm, that's a, I'm a little more traditional, so I probably can't add much to that I, part of the conversation. But yeah. that's different. Yeah, I think um, women maybe... I think they should just have a choice because they are the ones that, you know, well, the they, nurturers. I mean, they're the nurturers. Well, not the, just the nurturers, but we but are the the mothers. The mothers. I think I think it really depends on the individual situation True. and the mm-hmm. family dynamics mm-hmm. because there's certain family systems in which the fathers are the primary caregivers. True. So. That's true. And we do live in a ones, different society, don't we? Yeah, there true. are certain systems in which, you know, the fathers, the mothers are the breadwinners and mm-hmm. the fathers. So I think those are individual decisions made on the ground level. I think that's above my pay grade. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Now I'll get into it once the check come in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I feel once oh, you... really, really feel. sound it out of line. Yeah, let me know if you want my feedback. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Let me see how those zeros look. But no, just kidding. But you know what's so funny on the on the drafting side of the house? You know, less than one percent of our population serve. Mm, less mm. than one percent. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so, wow. so 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 there's not a lot of equity in numbers, and that's right. the other piece that's problematic. Mm-hmm. Is that you know in terms of the perception of the military and the need to serve, 
it's really easy to identify the military and things we want to cut and take away mm-hmm. if this is not your experience or anyone in your family's experience. Mm-hmm. True. So yeah. I, you know, this is an unpopular argument on my part, mm-hmm. but I feel like service should be a requirement of everyone, not necessarily military service, mm-hmm. but service in some capacity mm-hmm. to help the world to be a better place should be something that we build into our society as something that we do. I agree. And there's a lot of countries that do that to some mm-hmm. capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, United States of America, we, we lead in a lot of areas. Um, so maybe that's something we can start implementing because we should all be, like you said, contributing to the betterment or the improvement of, of our economy, of our world. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, so. And service doesn't necessarily just have to look like putting on a uniform. Exactly. True. You know, there are a lot of ways to serve. Mm-hmm. There are mm-hmm. a lot of ways to give back. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of ways to contribute. Mm-hmm. You know, so I want to just be clear that, you know, if military service isn't the way that you serve, there are other opportunities to serve. That's and right. That. And and honestly, I think that certain that, that those frontline professions are service mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. I say Dr. Tanya for president. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Just we don't. That, you take your name back. I, I, I vote, too. I'm voting, too. Listen. Going straight down the ticket. Listen. Dr. Tanya, Dr. Tanya, Dr. Tanya. Listen, listen. I, I can work for Michelle, maybe. <laughs> but she says she didn't want to go back. Yeah. And, they're not having it. That part. No. While we're talking about going back, you're leaving, you said, at the end of the week? or yes, right, On the, Veterans Day. We want her to stay here in Vegas, don't we? I know that would be nice, but I'm I'm heading out to Houston Mm -hmm. for Veterans Day Parade. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask. Go ahead. No, go for it. I was going to say, how common is it for those? Some people just joined the studio. They just come on mid of the you know in interview. How common is it for someone to join? any branch of service at the age of 39, 40, et cetera. Because I've always said, now, mm. miss me, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, I always thought it was an age cap. But so oh, to yeah. hear that you did that at 39, how common is that? Oh, it wasn't common. Well, actually, at the time, mm-hmm. it was common. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it was during the recession. Oh, So okay. you had, I, I joined with lawyers, you know, people in high professions, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't have joined, like I said, if hadn't I went prayed about it mm-hmm. and got the confirmation, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have been in. Mm-hmm. But I knew this was something that God was leading me to to do. But I didn't know, and we didn't talk about it yet, why I had to get out of the military. Okay, let's talk about that because we have a few moments of time, and I want to make sure mm-hmm. we get to that. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. and I just wanted to answer your question. It okay, depends cool. on the branch. Mm-hmm. Oh, different branches okay. have different age restrictions. Mm-hmm. I think you can't be older than 29 in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. So different branches. And I think at one point, the Army was up to like 42. 42. So I joined so when it was up to 42. On the branch. Wow. And I was joining 39. So, But as soon as I went through boot camp... Mm-hmm. That's when it went back down mm. to the the regular age, you know. But it was because it was wartime. Mm. Yes. So, so so they make a different exceptions depending on where we're at now. Okay. Exactly. Okay. We didn't get to that part. Tell us the story. Yeah. yeah. So you know, just the the short version was that uh, I you know went ahead and went to Afghanistan, lost um, some battle buddies, uh, did a a, sh- a tour, a three year tour in. Germany got in a head-on collision and ended up getting a traumatic brain injury. Oh I could not remember people. I I still have some struggles today, mm-hmm. but during the time that I was medically discharged from the military, I was like, man, I joined the military. I had my MBA. Mm-hmm. I'm not the same person. I need to find a community of people that I can relate to because I realized that my friends that were 
my civilian friends didn't understand. And I felt that sharing my story with my friends that I knew back then to who the new person had to introduce them to the new person, mm-hmm. I felt judged. And I felt, you know, I don't know. So I just felt like I needed to be with people that could relate to me. So that's why I started She Vets It, because mm-hmm. I ended up getting that traumatic brain injury. Wow. And for those who've listened, who've never heard about She Vets It, tell us what that entails. What is it all about? Wow. Well, I started She Vets It first as a meetup group where we just uh, would come together, go, you know, maybe go to the movies, mm-hmm. go to lunch. And then one day this a media uh consultant for this actor in Hollywood. Matter of fact, he was running for governor last year or the year before last um, in California, Mm -hmm. contacted me and invited me out to the Kennedy Center in D.C. and to bring my group. And I was like, okay, I'll see what he's talking about. And so we went out. And so I'm like, okay, this was the day that I received my DD-214. So I'm like, God, are you trying to tell me something? Mm. And then I had PBS, a lot of different people from different groups or things that were related to the military start reaching out and I'm like I think God is trying to tell me something and before long I uh, three years ago jumped on Clubhouse that's how I met Dr. Crab yes, I've heard about Clubhouse yes, I need yes. to join yes and mm-hmm. so Dr. Crab I we've she's been on this journey with me she's you know doing her thing but we've met that's how we were able to meet and it with that it helped me she vets it has help me but I've had people that contact me and say oh my gosh Althea I love the different speakers you come you bring on because it's a podcast series Mm -hmm. so I bring in different veteran um, veterans that come on to share their wonderful stories because I want veterans to know that there's life outside the military because that first year of them getting out Mm -hmm. is the most vulnerable time for veterans because a lot of times that's the period where they're more likely to commit suicide Mm -hmm. so if they hear the story of dr crab who's a wonderful wonderful person who's doing amazing things uh, she's been able to transition from the military and now she has life a a career outside the military Mm -hmm. that will inspire them to keep going oh i love that i love that that's amazing so you all met on clubhouse Mm -hmm. we did and now she's in vegas yes Yes. (laughs) and and she does things like boots to business boots to careers so so her clubhouse and her podcast is really Mm -hmm. featured on connecting them with resources within the community Mm -hmm. and not and connecting them with each other at the same time so awesome and i've learned so so much not only from the people like so it was like i was helping myself but also helping everyone that was connected Mm -hmm. you know we all learned so much from it and i've grown so much from the three years ago when i jumped on clubhouse and i was like Oh, my my I, like I was sharing with Dr. Crab like my capacity to do the things that I'm doing now has mm-hmm. expanded a little more but I'm just just amazed of where it's is taken off to mm-hmm. right now what it's been three years were you the one who convinced me to get on TikTok I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you see these videos? I love it. I'm like, I did. Like, I was like, like she's killing it. <laughs> yes. She's killing it on TikTok. Yes. I was like, I said, you would be great yes. on TikTok. And when I see her, I'm you would. You see I'm the like, dancing yes. and all that. I'm like, come oh on. Oh, my gosh. She's like, I just had a long day, but I'm out here dancing and just motivating. <laughs> but I'm like, Let but, me get but up you and see move. how that is. It's, it's like contagious. that connection. Like, I'm like, you know, we are pouring into each other mm-hmm. and we see things in each other. And we're like, you go. Oh, You'll be awesome in that and mm-hmm. different things. But even I wanted to share how I knew she vets was something is when uh, the real T 
TV, um, The Real Talk, Mm -hmm. contacted me to have uh, veterans do a 30-second clip on what it means to be a veteran. So when they reached out to me and then the city reached out to Mm -hmm. you to to vet some women to do a talk, um, it was just constantly getting pulled to connect, um, Mm -hmm. bring women from my community. Then I said, okay, I think God is doing something. He just Mm -hmm. keeps showing up. He just keeps growing and growing and I'm just grateful and honored to be in this space. And that connection, you know, the thing that people don't often know about the military is that connection is so important mm. because you go through however many years being part of a pack. You know, we we have built-in community, we have mm-hmm. built-in relationships, we have built-in connections, and then when you come out of the military, suddenly your pack dissipates and disappears. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the military I was sharing with someone else is that when you show up, depending on, and, and, and especially if you've been in a long time, you feel like an alien in a foreign land. Mm. And everyone around you feels kind of weird mm-hmm. because you haven't realized that you're the one that's different. Wow. <laughs> that part. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And you know how I was able to to figure that out because I knew I had a, a friend who was in the military when I was in high school and she was dealing with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't yet in the military, and I could relate. I couldn't relate. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to say to her, so I felt very, very weird. To I didn't know what to do, mm-hmm. and so when I joined and I start having my own struggles, then I said, "I get it. She vets it. She gets it." Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love, love that. that. She yes. vets it. She gets it. Yes. Come through. And sometimes mm-hmm. it takes us with those life experiences. That was so powerful. She vets it. She gets it. She now I get it. The it. aha moment. Huh? Yep, that was the aha because I've seen it from both ends. I knew what it was like to be scared of someone who is struggling and not knowing what to say, mm-hmm. what to do, and like, oh my gosh, it was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't want people to feel that way with me coming mm-hmm. back from the military. So I said, you know what, I'm not even going through that. Let me find my people, let That's me find right. my tribe. That's <laughs> right. part. That's that right. Part. So we have a few more minutes. We have about uh, five or so minutes. Is there something that you'd like to share? Is there a way that you'd like to connect the audiences to you and what you do, and how do they find you? Yes. Well, first of all, I just want to thank those that have been listening so far. Well, they can find me on all social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram under She Vets It. I also have a page on Instagram called She Vets It resource page. And that's where I bring different organizations that have programs all throughout the United States. If they have an event for veterans in Utah or Mississippi, I post it on that page so veterans can, it's kind of like a rally point for veterans to be able to see what's going on around them. And so that's what I do. Final words for the listeners. What do you want them to take away um, after hearing this episode? If you would give them some final words, where would they be? Wow, that's a good one. I would say whether you're a veteran or not, Never do life by yourself. Ooh. Always find your tribe. I don't care if it's the underwater basket weaving. If you know, yes. you know, if that's right. your people, find mm-hmm. your people. Nice. Because one thing about us, when you, we try to do life by ourselves, you know, we think we're the only ones. But when you find your community, you find out you're not by yourself. There's other people that are experiencing the same feelings as you. Fairest. And and Fairest. then you end up finding people that will help you be accountable to to push you to say, hey, Dr. Tanya, you would do great on TikTok. And now you're a rock star on there. So now I need to get your autograph. (laughs) I know, that's right. That's right. 
Oh, yes. So I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to meet you. And we thank you for just taking time to sit down and have a conversation with us today. Oh, Appreciate what? you so much. Oh. Happy Veterans Day to all those who are listening and in the days mm-hmm. to come. Oh, and happy Marine Corps birthday. Ooh, <laughs> well, I'm so honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. And that's a wrap. For more Let's Talk UNLV, be sure to follow us on social media where you can get the latest updates on the show plus great behind-the-scenes content. We're on Facebook at Let's Talk UNLV Podcast, Twitter at Let's Talk UNLV, and Instagram at Let's Talk UNLV Pod.